When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Dude, I, I remember I was dying uh, my beard black. And I was still getting You were hitting the just for men? The... Yeah, man, I was doing that shit. But part of the reason was the line would be so tight. Yeah. I mean, that bitch would be yeah, crisp. it's crispy. Ooh, ooh, it'd be crisp. <laughs> <laughs> Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professional. They're about to make that look very clear. Alright. <clears throat> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Walking Blind Podcast. This is episode 91 of the show where we like to normalize checking in on the homies. Almost didn't make it through that. I'm Mike. The other Mike is uh is he's he's still not here. He's still not here. But that being said, uh, we brought in another special guest this week. Ladies and gentlemen, my brother himself, Mr. Brian Bowens. Golf clap. Nice little applause. <clears throat> um we are, <laughs> we're sitting here sipping. We're sitting here reliving the uh, the eventful uh, past couple days, you or past day or so of you being back in LA. Yep. And um, before we jump into like our mental health check and all this stuff, we got to tell Jesse this story about what happened at Guitar Center. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um, <clears throat> you know, you you hop off the plane. You're coming back from the Philippines. Yeah. Um, and kind of now as tradition, like what we do is you fly to the Philippines, you come, you fly in, spend a couple of days here, kick yeah. it, and then uh, you head back out to Atlanta. We'll do some shopping when I get in. Yeah, we usually, we'll go sneaker shopping. We uh, <clears throat> we successfully uh, all bought a pair of shoes <laughs> in L.A. Uh, you bought a beautiful bass, five-string uh, music man. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, that was your, that was your first time going to the Sunset. Um, guitar Center. Guitar Center, yeah. right. So for those of you guys that don't know, Hollywood uh, Guitar Center off Sunset has a vintage room mm-hmm. where basically there's like these high-end guitars, like classic, you know, vintage guitars, things like that. Um, and, you know, we walk in there. Mind you, there's only a couple people in the vintage room at that right. time. 
um, we're kind of, you know, perusing uh, the gear. And I went in there with full resolve that I was not going to buy anything. That was not going to stop me from convincing you to buy something because somebody had to do it, right? Horrible influence. <laughs> horrible influence. Um, so, you know, me and Andrew are off to one side and I look and I see this dude who's looking at the the vintage acoustics. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that guy looks that guy looks familiar. I couldn't place where I knew him from though. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, you know, on one side browsing and I look over and you <laughs> walk up to this guy and you're like, Hey man, uh, can you help me get this music man off the off the shelf? Yeah, it was at the very you had to you had to use a ladder. Yeah. To go get it. Yeah, yeah. use the ladder, get get up to the top and pull this bass down, right? So yeah. you're like, hey, can you help me? And he was like, and he's like, Oh, sorry, mate, I don't work here, right? Mm-hmm. And as soon as that that accent clicked, I was like, Oh shit, that's a Scottish accent. Oh shit, that's Louis Capaldi. <laughs> so so but he was he was so cool about it. Like, he was. He was really nice. But I, I didn't like, know I was who like, he was. Look, man, my fault, my bad. We kind of hugged. Yeah, he, he, he was a little like hug. Yeah, like, man, he was real cool about it. I was like, hey, listen. And, <laughs> so like when it clicked to it was, like he was like, I don't work here. Brian's like, oh my bad, I'm sorry. So they gave us they gave each other a little hug and he was really nice. He was um, so, man, shout out to you, man. You, you handled that. Better than I think a lot of other people would have. Yeah. So I appreciate you. You got a new fan in me now. How about that? I know who you are now, for sure. It's 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 awesome because like you know it just gives me it makes me happy to think that somebody who has like you know if you look at his Spotify, those two songs have like millions, billions, millions, literally yeah. billions of plays, and this dude's still like you know he's t-shirt, shorts, skate shoes, like just he just looks like a regular guy. It, yeah, just um, chilling, just chilling. He asked for the dudes to uh, to pull down like this Gibson. I don't want to put his, his business out there, but pulled out this vintage Gibson from like 1940 or 58 or something like that. Um, so I, we'll just say that the the guy that was working the vintage room within an hour made commission off of a cool like what thirteen thousand dollars between you and you and Lewis. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, it was it was just funny because. Brian, Brian had no idea who he was, and uh, I was like, I was like, this, this little school. And Andrew's like, who's that? And I, uh-huh. so then I pulled it up, and then he's like, oh, I know this song. And Brian's like, for, Brian just takes my phone, puts it on the amp, and just starts playing bass lines along with it. <laughs> <laughs> there are these other two dudes in there, like from That's, from that was my sorry, yeah, <laughs> from from somewhere else, like I don't know where they were from from. It sounded like they were from like UK or some somewhere like that, and they were like, "That's Lewis Capaldi." Like, what the fuck? We just ran into him here, and I was like, "Yeah," and I'm showing them his music, and here's Brian just with the cell phone playing like someone you love playing the bass line. <laughs> so it was it was definitely interesting. It was funny. Um, so Hollywood Hollywood was eventful. It was. Yeah, it was. It was a nice little nice little trip. And uh, my deepest apologies again. <laughs> But you gained a fan from that. Yeah, that was rad. Yeah, you gained you gained a fan from that. <clears throat> um, yeah. So that being said, we let's jump into our mental health check. I know Mike's got some uh, mental health check videos that he sent in for this week. Okay. Uh, so we'll you know we'll throw them in right here. But... So guys, mental health check is where we like to check in weekly to see where we're at. That way, if we're going right, what are some things that we that are helping us? And uh, if we're in a funk, maybe what's keeping us in that funk? So I'm here with. Three of the five members of New Bragging Rights, and uh, I'll just let you guys introduce yourselves, and then and we'll check in where you're at for the week. Uh, All right. I'm good. Uh, 
from normal to poor exhaustion. Yep. Especially this week, a lot of early rises. Mm -hmm. uh, but I live for it. Yep. And I like having this group of us every day makes it way easier. Because yep. uh, I think we do a pretty good job of taking care of each other. Uh, so I'm good. I got no complaints. Happy to be here. Good. And then just a quick question. So if you ever feel like you're having and you either you get bad news or you just you're not feeling good. What what are some like quick pick me ups that you have for yourself? Uh, I call my mom, nice. or I call my girlfriend. Um, I do I think a pretty good job at compartmentalizing when I need to, mm -hmm. uh, but calling people that I love and I care about or people that I trust. Uh, I don't like everybody feels like a burden often, mm. uh, especially when you feel like you like you need to talk about something. And it's hard to, you know, go to your buddy. But uh, as I've gotten older, it's been easier to do that because I, I have friends around me that remind me that I'm not. So that's great. Hell yeah, dude, sick. Boom. Uh, what's the question? <laughs> first, first off, can you introduce yourself? Okay. Hi. Uh, my name is Anthony. Everyone calls me Tron. Um, what's the next question? <laughs> um, so, where, like, where's your mental health for this week, or even since tour started? Uh, I'm uh, I'm exhausted. I'm happy though. Um, I'm a little homesick. Yeah. Miss my wife a lot. Miss my animals. Miss my family. Um, hit like a low point. Not for any not not for any right or wrong reason. Just where my brain was mm -hmm. feeling good again. Just tired. What what uh? And I remember we kind of talked about that low point. Wait, was there anything that you do that kind of gets you through it, or is it something you kind of just sit through and... Uh, it's just something I've dealt with my whole life, and I just know when I get there, it'll, it'll pass. Um, talking about it is helpful. Um, just being communicative, especially with people in my camp. Just like, this is what's going on right now. It has nothing to do with anybody. I feel like... Uh, People always take it personal when someone's sad or when someone's feeling low. Um, but just communicating has nothing to do with them. And just moving forward. Uh, there's always a job to do. So that's kind of like, I feel like if I can get my job done for the day, then I don't ever feel like a total like low point. I don't feel like I'm at a total low point because I did my job and I did what I was here for. Um, yeah, just, just being communicative, call my wife, call my family, call my mom, talk to my friends, um, and just kind of explaining where I'm at, like, instead of, like, hiding it, and then people, you know, feel like, oh, is he mad at me or something, it's just, been, that has nothing to do with you, it's just, yeah. just kind of what's going on right now. And then it passes, and then it just goes away. Um, mostly goes away by being active and just like I said having a job to do and getting that job done feeling that like serotonin hit from the completion you know right. yeah. Sick. Yeah. hi Sean and I feel pretty good my wife was lucky enough to be on the tour doing photo and merch so she left a couple days so that kind of sucked getting used to her not being here has been a little tough but we just played a sick fucking show so that helps um, also hurt a little. She wants to be here. That was a little hard, but it was fucking sick. It's, uh, it's amazing to be with the people we're on tour with and uh, be with this group of dudes. So I'm thankful to be out here and hanging and playing with everyone. So it's kind of the same as these guys. It's like if there's any kind of low, it's just I always have my wife to go to. You know, 
it's, it's easy being on the road with you guys, so that helps too. Awesome. Everyone's dope. I don't know. It is. Like we're very easy. All right, so what what are you what are you rocking that we can add to our playlist? Love by Keisha Cole. Classic. It's a banger. I've been listening to it nonstop. I don't know. Uh, I figured out my favorite vocal warm-up song, and that's "Angels Like You" by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Yo, fuck yeah! Which I still haven't learned. And I've been trying to get Mike to learn it, uh, so if we can warm up uh, vocally to that song. <laughs> okay, I'm and and then um, the new with Honor record's awesome. Yeah, just jam that. I listened to the singles a bunch of times, and then it just came out two days ago. And we we listen to it front to back. Uh, it's awesome. It's like everything I love about punk and hardcore and like melodic hardcore. It's like fast as hell. Yes. So yeah, it's a good record. The uh, second latest Spearbox single, The Void, it's kind of Transvaal's. Oh, he was, yeah. He was posting about it and jamming it when I flew to Tacoma. And I was I listened to it like five times this morning. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. such a good song. It's so catchy. The, the Void, for sure. I've listened to that like... I, I seriously probably listen to that song like 50 times. I'm a big so Josh good. fan, big Josh Gilbert fan, and uh, I can hear his vocals in it now, and I'm like, all right, this band was already like top tier, god tier band, and now they're like next level. I saw a live video. Yeah. Of them too, yeah. I was like, dude, <laughs> fuck yes. <laughs> I saw I saw them at the Lamb of God tour, and he he was playing with them, but he sings with them like on all the old songs. But hearing it on record, it's like. They do like the, the, he like sings a different harmony in each chorus of the of that song, The Void. It's like sick. All right, boys. Well, thank you for your mental health check and your song recommendations. Those are a beautiful van. I won't. How how you doing? Hey man, I'm living life. Everything is good for the most part. No complaints. Uh, got engaged. So looking forward to that. Um, kids are doing good. Um, trying to get more parenting time with them. So working on all of that. But outside of that, everything's going really good, man. That's good, man. Everything's going good. What the, about uh, <clears throat> I'm I'm good. Um, this weekend has been a nice kind of little break. Um, you know, just got to chill a little bit and hang out with you. Um, you know, got the little guilty pleasure uh, sneaker shopping in. Yeah. Um, we have this new, uh, <clears throat> actually just started this weekend, this new walking blind um, group uh, on Instagram that just has a, uh, you know, a bunch of you guys, shout out to you guys that have uh, have joined that group chat and like have a bunch of people like talking, conversating mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'll be honest, uh, I'm really, really bad at checking <laughs> Instagram. So like I, I'll disappear and I'll come back and I have like, 48 messages to go through right. so if i'm not responding directly to anybody that's why um but it's kind of cool to see that you know that community come together and um and so yeah it's it's been a like pretty chill little weekend um you know today was a big day elliot started uh started daycare today yeah um so you know this morning prime was like he was kicking and screaming and he didn't want to stay and i was like i told you like this is his first day you know right um and then, like a few hours later in the afternoon, you and I went to Tuxies to get lunch, and we're headed back. And the daycare has an app where you can kind of check in on on him and see how he's doing. And they put this picture of him in the in the 
in the playground area, just riding the big wheel like it was a Harley, like riding around. And I was like, yeah, that's sick. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, hope, you know, I'm hoping that things are going to just start uh, kind of falling into place and, and, um, you know, that will kind of, now that the daycare situation has been like solved and situated, we can kind of move forward with a bunch of other stuff too. So, right. uh, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. Yeah. But yeah, man. So, uh, so I want to talk about this engagement. Well, what you what you want to know? What you want to know about it, man? So I uh, I think <laughs> did did we talk in the last episode about about how you guys met and how you um we didn't because because I know that you met through like a mutual friend, right? Yeah, yeah. So say that it wasn't like a it was this like an online dating thing or was this like just so so yeah I, I uh, um we have a friend that actually she was referred to the dating site too and i was as well and it just so happened that everything just kind of worked out and um we we start talking and all of that but though i will say this i had plans to go to the philippines already so already yeah so this was kind of like the icing on the cake yeah because you you know and i got someone there who can kind of show me around Mm -hmm. and the other and everything just kind of kind of spiraled from there so that's kind of how we met um fast forward a little bit i went there in september of last year i want to stay maybe like 12 days had a ball met met her family met moms and pops and everybody and um had a great time fast forward a little bit i was gonna go for new years and i ended up fracturing my ankle right so i couldn't go and so i booked a ticket to go so i can be there for both of our birthdays and how'd you fracture your ankle hey, listen, <laughs> All I'm going to say was me feeling like I was 17 again. And the reality came in that you were not 17 again. Even in just balance principles. I was horsing around with some guys, man. And we, we were wrestling around. But we were on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. So, now, granted, this guy, he, he kind of is into, like, the Miss Martial Arts and stuff. Yeah. So... So he was... He was moving you around. Right, so, yeah. right. So and <clears throat> I missed the step off the curb. Mm. And what made it, I, 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 and I know he felt bad. I could tell in his face he felt bad, but it was nothing he could do. He actually tried to catch me. Yeah. Nah, dog. I, I'm, too, <laughs> I, I'm, too, I'm too heavy to catch like that. Yeah. But it, it, that's what it was, man. We're just horsing around and that misstep. That's it. That, that was it. That's it. You know, like falling off the curb is dangerous territory. Like, I, it, you know, the last time I really fell off a curb, mm-hmm. like I probably could have died. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if uh, if anybody's familiar with like the old Charger Stadium in San Diego. Like you used to park like mm-hmm. you could park way up the hill because it was kind of like down at, at the bottom. Right. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was with uh, with one of my exes and like her family and stuff like that. And I was just shooting the shit, telling jokes, like being being all cool. Mm. And uh, I went to step off a curb. Man, I completely misjudged that curb. Mm. I fell so hard. Yeah. And I started rolling, mm. and I thought I was going to roll all the way down that hill because the <laughs> momentum was too much. Right. And I had to, like, sprawl myself out to stop myself, and that shit was so embarrassing. I was just like, ah, like, just yeah, in the middle yeah, of the street. Yeah, it, it, it. <laughs> 
you know what, man? I, and and I hopped back up and everything, but uh, I was like, I, I could tell something was wrong. I, honestly, I thought I sprained my ankle. I was like, oh, mm. it's probably sprained. Drove home, got got to the house, went up the steps, laid down for about five minutes, and that thing is just like, yeah. And I looked at it. I said, man, that swole pretty bad. Yes. So I tell my brother, uh, I was like, man, I think I'm going to go to the emergency room. He's like, oh, you need me to drive? you? No, man, it's fine. It's fine. Drove myself all the way there. Got there. <clears throat> the day they took an x-ray. The doctor said it had a small fracture on the inner side. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, they put it in like a little splint and whatever. Well, by the time I went back to the podiatrist, um, it had swollen up even more, and it got a what they call a fracture blister. Ugh. And uh, the doctor was just like, okay, yeah, I'm looking at the x-rays, but they really didn't take good x-rays. It's like, I see the small fracture that he's talking about, but that, that shouldn't do all of this. Yeah. So then when they took the x-ray of the, out part, the outer part, of my ankle. It, it was almost broke. Oh, shit. So wait, so they, on, I mean, they just been, see one side, a little hairline? The, yeah. Ugh. Bro, it was it was almost completely broke. And they're like, uh, uh, how'd you get here? So I drove. Uh, someone, so we can't let you drive home. I was yeah. like, shit, I drove here. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you expect? So then uh, my my brother and mom, my mom, she had to come get me. My brother had, went with her so he could drive my truck home. Yeah. Yeah, and then the doctor was just <clears> like, well, uh, I really think you need to go ahead and get surgery because it wasn't, it was it was uh, not aligned. So okay. it was off a little bit. So like part of the bone was sticking out like this and then the other part was And weird. they couldn't just like align it. and Yeah, I mean, they, they had to go in and put, line it up like this. They put a plate and six screws in. Damn. Yeah, man. R.I.P. Drum career. You know what I mean? Listen, it, 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 <laughs> and it's the right foot. It might be okay if it was the left, yeah. but the right one is in it. I'm telling you. Uh, you know, I think I told you the other day, you know, I sat in uh, when my drummer at church had to leave a little early, and it, it was just difficult. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's It was just difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. But, you know, so anyway, that's why I didn't go back. <laughs> For New Year's and end up going for both of our birthdays. And I think I stayed for half a month then. And, mm-hmm. But you know, we talk every day. Uh, I think me when you me and you were talking before, you know, we was gonna talk a little about the long distance yeah. relationships and and it's all communication, honestly. As long as y'all have good communication and trust, you know, it's, it should be okay. So we communicate every day, FaceTime every day. And um, like I say, when I go, I try to stay for a good amount of time. Yeah, I feel like you're there for for a long, a pretty long trip every time yeah. you're there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's just, I think for our situation, it works. And she's working now, so shout out to her Chime crew there, um, TL and the rest of the gang. Um, so I think that helps, too, because we both kind of stay busy. Yeah. So are we getting paid for that plug? I just want to double check. You're getting paid for that plug. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, you know, it, 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 it works. I think um, staying busy kind of helps. Too. Yeah. 
So now we're at the point where we'll start on all of our paperwork that we have to fill out uh, for her and Andrea, her daughter, to get ready to come over this way. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so you know when, when you're when you're in a long term relationship like this, you know, and you're in a in a long distance relationship also, um, <clears throat> like what's what's kind of like the like you know, aside from like being able to FaceTime each other and, and, you know, being able to talk that way, like what are some other things that you guys do to kind of make sure that everything stays fresh and, you know, like stays exciting, I guess. Not, you don't have to go into like, you know, <laughs> I realized as that was coming out that I was well, like, wait a second, this well, might be well, leading down a well, path. Mike, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, but, but like, <laughs> you know, maybe we could just scratch that question. You know, but you know what, man, honestly, uh, I think it's important that both people have things to do. Yeah. Because if you if you don't, then I think that the long distance will get to you because it's like it's not like I can wake up tomorrow and be like, hey, let's go grab breakfast. Yeah. Get dinner. Right. Yeah. But if you're working full time or even if you're not working, if you're just volunteering or helping people or doing something to stay busy to occupy that time i think that helps a lot right and you know with my schedule i work a regular job i'm at the church i got the girls so you know it it stays pretty busy yeah um but we still make time to try to talk and just check in on each other how was your day how's everything going what's going on what do you need yeah like you know what do you think about this and that's one thing I will say I like about Arbery. Like, I bounce a lot of heavy stuff off of her just to kind of get her opinion and things on that. And, you know, she always tells me how she feels. And then, but but she also said, well, I think this is what's right. Right. So, you know, and, it, and it's honestly just having open and honest conversation. Um, there, there are days, sometimes open and honesty, it, it hurts. Yeah. But, yeah, man. you know, hey. It's either we're going to make it through or we're not. Yeah. But, you know, for me, and then, you know, I know I have to work on my delivery on something. Because I'm just blunt. And me and her had this conversation when I was there last time. I'm not, I don't try to be an asshole or nothing like that. I'm just just blunt. I just am. I'm just blunt, but yeah. you know what, man. My uh, even my parents they say the same thing. They're just like, man, you don't you don't ever add no sugar, no salt, the no, same no, way. no seasoning. To it. <laughs> you just <laughs> like for I, somebody that you know, seasons a lot, you don't add any seasoning on this. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. <clears throat> so for me, I, you know, I guess I can work on that and soften up, not to the point to where I feel like I'm kissing your butt. But just to the point to where I, I feel like that her or anybody else can receive it better. Right. You're aware of how they'll how they're gonna right. feel by my saying. Right. That. But you know, to be honest, so it's all my friends are blunt. Yeah. Nico, you, my buddy Jay South. They're they're all just blunt people. I think that's part of why we all got along though, is because it was just this is what it is. Like we laid the cards out on the table and either you fuck with it or you don't like, that's just, that's just always been how things were, you know? 
but I get that. Like I get the. I, I think I have to work on that too. Like my delivery. Especially, like, especially sometimes I'm I'm mean to Jesse. Sometimes well, yeah, I'm mean yeah, to yeah, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> verbal abuse. Yeah. Ver- verbal abuse. Yeah. But but especially for women because a lot of women don't communicate like men do. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I, I have to find that sweet balance to where I don't feel like I'm kissing your ass. Or, yeah. Because I'm not gonna do that. Yeah. But you just have to find that that right balance to where. It's received in a in a good, pleasant way. Right. Without me feeling like I'm simping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's a that's a it's a hard it's a hard territory to be in because like, you know, there are times when you just want to be like, what the fuck are you doing? No. Right. But other times you have like, hey, what's going on? Like, you know what? Right. <laughs> and right. both of those mean the exact same thing to, right. to, to me. But, you know, it's about the delivery and it's about how somebody's going to receive it. Right. You know, so that that uh, I, you know, I get it. I, it's and that makes sense. <clears throat> um, as far as uh, so. So I feel like you've been trying to and you have been part of a Filipino family since, mm-hmm. since you know, we were kids. Um, but now you're officially becoming like an honorary Filipino. You know what I mean? You, like you're more Filipino than me at this point. I am. I uh, am. <laughs> spending time in the in the I motherland. Am. I am. Um, but I'm I'm kind of curious. Like, what was your culture shock? What was the culture shock for you going over there um, and experiencing life out there? And then how do you think she's gonna respond coming out here to the states? You know, especially like to to Georgia, to being in the South, things like that. You know. <clears throat> To be honest with you, Mike, the Filipino culture reminds me of the old African-American culture. I would say in about 85 to 90% of the ways. The only difference that I can see is that oftentimes in the Filipino um, culture and family, sometimes the kids never leave home. Sometimes the parents never leave or they move in and they're just, they're just it's all It's all there. intermingled. Yeah, it's generational. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's one of the biggest, uh, differences that I see versus here. You know, we're taught, Hey, get out of school, go to college, get out of college, get a job, get a job, get out. Yep. Right. Now I will say this. My parents were never really like that, but though, yeah, you know, they still want you to be responsible with your money. And I also know they're not like that because if you are going to move out, yeah. they want you to be able to afford right. wherever you go. Right. But I know many others who had to leave when they were 18 and stuff like that. Now, my parents would say, you got to leave when you're 18, but you got to figure you, it you, out. You, yeah. you eventually got, you got to, yeah. got to go stand on your own tooth, buddy. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Filipino <clears throat> culture is not really like that. It's, well, I mean, I think the, the idea of, of like, especially like in the Filipino culture. And I think with a lot of other like minority cultures, like, um, mm-hmm. like Hispanic culture and things like that, it's mm-hmm. like you grow up and your parents take care of you up to a point where mm-hmm. the roles switch and then mm-hmm. you take care of mm-hmm. your family. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as you're able to do that, then, mm-hmm. you know, that's why um, a lot of like Filipino families, you'll see like, you know, Lola lives with us mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is, like your grandma, your grandpa, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and the generations and extended family, mm-hmm it's a it's a tribe you know like so my kids will be helped help be raised by my parents because mm, we're on the same household but but when you think about it though uh, you know my background my pops passion all that stuff 
is actually very biblical. It's actually more biblical than how we do here in America. Yeah. And it, and to me, it's actually smarter. That's just a big difference. Now, I like the way that they do it, and all that is fine for me. I think for me, um, and this is what I tell my my girls: y'all can stay as long as y'all want. Yeah. Stack your money. Do do all that stuff. Now, when you're getting married, that's the time, right, for you to go, and 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 start your own and and, and build your own. But up until that point, I don't I don't care if they're forty, fifty. Day. If you're not married, you know. Would you feel different if you had boys? No, I wouldn't. That's okay. the thing. Uh, I would feel the exact same way, son. You should be stacking up because when you get married, you gotta have a place for y'all to go. Yeah. It's on. It's on you now. Yeah. Yeah. I, but you know, I know what some people do is you know some parents they they will end up giving the kids their house and either downsize or whatever but they kind of work it out to where now the kids are taking care of them so even though they gave them the bigger house the kids are all chipping in paying for it yeah. the parents stay in the smaller house <laughs> or whatever and then if it gets to a point where they need to stay with somebody you know it's, it's, it's still okay for sure so you know I, and i love that about the filipino culture because it's all about taking care of your your parents and, and the older generation whereas in america it's not it's not really like that it's like hey man you better go to that old folks home yeah stick them in a nursing home yeah <laughs> call it a day call it a day I'll, I'll pay the bill but yeah. you can't you can't come inconvenience me and and i don't like that I, I i definitely agree with you know hey when your parents are older or whatever retired not working don't have income coming I mean, they raised you all these years. I don't, they can't get a damn room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So, you know. Um, and like, you know, in in my family, um, you know, my, my parents are still pretty independent. And I still I still strive to get to a point where I'm like, I could let me take care of you guys because mm. you guys have done so much for me. Um, you know, and that's the unfortunate part of that is especially in California and everywhere you go around the States, but like a lot here, mm -hmm. that's getting harder and harder to do. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's like, okay, well, well, how do you, how do you find a way to make that happen? Mm -hmm. Right? Like it's a different, it's a different type of hustle that you have right. to figure out to, to get to that point. You know, um, <clears throat> like I still, and I, I'll put this in the universe. Like I still have a goal, uh, you know, to get my pops a Porsche, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. one of these days, even if I don't have to drive something nice, well, mm -hmm. you, like, you mm -hmm. know, but it's just that, that mentality of like taking care of your, you know, taking care of your elders, taking care of your family, mm -hmm. you know, um, and kind of, we're all in this together. And I think, I think a lot of that is lost in American culture where it's mm -hmm. like, you know, that like it takes a village mentality mm -hmm. doesn't really apply. It doesn't, but uh, you know <clears throat> what though? I believe America is on the verge where it's going to have to be, the case because things are getting so expensive here. Yeah. That it's going to be like mom, dad, kids, we all going to chip in and take care of these bills <clears throat> and stack money. It's going to get to a point where you you just have to. And another thing that like I've I've <clears throat> I've been wanting to like like I've always talked about like I have a dream of getting a ranch, right? Like mm -hmm. I want a ranch mm -hmm. where I can have land and and uh you know I can have animals that I can have, you know, all this shit. But one of the big things that you're seeing um, now is people are getting back into homesteading mm -hmm. where it's like, Hey, instead of you getting a house, 
you get a homestead and have all your family live on here. Mm-hmm. You guys don't have to live in the same house, but you guys are on the same land. You guys That's actually something that I want to get into. Yeah, and I love that idea. Like, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a community. It's mm-hmm. not just, you know, like, me and my dad, when my dad was moving out here, um, one of our family friends was that I used to work with, actually, was like, why don't you guys just buy a house together? And me and my dad were both like, mm, nah, and we, uh, you know, we're, we're a little past that stage. But, like, it, it would be one of those things where, like, if we had like a, a ranch, like a homestead where like, hey, we still live on the same property, but we have our own space, we're independent. Like that to me is like the the, the, best the thing ideal, you know, like if anything happens, I'm right there. Right. But you still have your own life. You still have so, your own everything. So <clears throat> that is what me and Aubrey talked about um, getting in the Philippines because I told her, you know, if you come here and the girls get older and get grown and self-sufficient, when it's time for me to retire, I'll retire there. Um, so one of the things we wanted to do there is look for land or property to where, you know, mom and pops can kind of have their own little space, own little house. Yeah. We can have ours there. If we have guests or whatever, we even have like a little guest house and stuff on the property for that as well. Um, so that's when, one of the things we talked about having out there. That's dope. And it would be great if I can have it here, but you know, like I said, it, yes. it, you can get it here, but you got to kind of go somewhere real rural right now. Yeah, right now, yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's gotten to the point, especially like in California, dude. Like mm-hmm. I've looked at, uh, like throughout the years, I've looked at ranch properties, and mm-hmm. I'm just seeing like them go up and up and mm-hmm. up and up in price, and then taxes and all this stuff like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. and now California's trying to tax you when you leave. Mm-hmm. Like oh well you left California but you still got to pay these taxes like excuse me okay, uh, so I nah. know that yeah so well a lot of people left during COVID because they started <clears throat> working from home yeah and then they can get cheaper properties in Georgia or Texas or, yep you know somewhere like that you still see affordable ranches in Texas I still might go to Texas man listen <laughs> everything's bigger in Texas they even their house sizes for the price points are really nice mm-hmm. yeah so you know. That that's one of the um, one of the differences I notice about culture there versus culture here, but I don't think it's the Philippines that needs to change. It's America. It's America that, yeah, that needs yeah. to change on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we need to do better about <clears throat> taking care of our parents and yeah. grandparents and those kind of things. And how do you think that uh, that she's going to? Um, handle being so far away from her family because really you know if she's going to come out here you know that's that's going to be a bigger change for her really than it is going to be for you well Aubrey's used to work, uh, working abroad she was in Dubai for several years working oh, sure. and stuff okay. like that so she's used to being abroad but I mean she actually has family she has an aunt here in Cali she has a cousin in Texas I'm like, what's her aunt's name? Do I know her? <laughs> I have to ask her uh, for her aunt's name. But yeah, yeah. she has an aunt here. Is she a Cali. nurse over here at the hospital? I think she is. She actually yeah, we might she, be. I think, <laughs> we might be I think she is a nurse, though. Hey. No, all jokes aside, I believe she is a nurse. Um, and and they're, has, they're from the province where my mom's from, right? Uh, Arby lives in the province where your mom's oh, okay, from. Okay. Bulacan. Bulacan. But they're not from Bulacan. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, and then, like I said, she has a cousin. Uh, here in Texas. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, um, shout out to uh, Rhea and Luden out there in the Philippines. This is uh, Rhea's sister. 
she's the one that's here. Those, those are the ones that did my dental work for me. In the oh, yeah, that's yeah, the plug yeah. right there. That's the plug. That's the plug. <laughs> M. Salazar Dental Clinic in Bulacan. <laughs> That's the plug. Go check them out. Hey, Luton. <laughs> I got you. Hey, man, Jesse, take note of all these invoices <laughs> that we need to send out after this. <laughs> but um, so, you know, uh, her cousin is here in, in Texas. And then a uh, good friend she used to work with overseas is in Florida. Okay. So, you know, they're so she's all got right people. there. Yeah. She's got people out here. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, my, my thing is, though, and even when, when her and Andrea come, I, I, I plan on, we're still going to go. Back and forth. Back and forth. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and then her 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 parents, uh, they have any plans to come out here, or are they going to? Yeah, I, I want them to definitely come and visit. I don't I don't think they have any plans to come out here and live, but. Are they retired? Yeah. Uh, her, dad's, her dad still works. Um, he's a chef. And um, <laughs> yeah, he, he so you're living pop, it up. You're getting the good, hey, the good pop, Filipino pops, food. Pops hooks it up, but you know Arbor can cook too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she she hooks it up too. But um, you know, for me, all that stuff is all good. Uh, but I was thinking about the ranch thing. So you know, with our land in Swanee, that's how it's kind of set up. Yeah. So it's like uh, my brother and them just got my grandfather's property right here. My aunt Sandy's right here. My aunt Karen was a Zayden. Tahir's mom's right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in between my aunt uh, Sandy and aunt Karen, my property is right here. Then my parents' property is right here. Yeah. And then I have uh, my aunt Gail and my cousin Tiffany and her husband, their property is, is right here. That's so scary. we're, we're kind of set up. That, that scales road, you yeah. know, that was the, yeah that was the hard, like probably the hardest little block, like yeah. in, in the area. You just go over there and be like, okay, this is, you know, everybody knew everybody. Who was the dude that used to live across the street? Like the, the crazy old drunk dude. Oh, Larry. Larry. Was it Larry? Larry. <laughs> I just, I remember one night Larry just sitting out on the porch with me. <clears throat> it was like, I think your graduation party. Mm-hmm. And we were just drinking that hunch punch. Mm-hmm. And he was like. Man, I gotta tell you a story about the stars. Look at the motherfucking stars, bro. I was like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> he, was, he was so cool, but he was just yeah. like every time I saw him, he was so drunk every time. But yeah, man, that was a that's the the way that that little neighborhood is set up. Are they still like building all around mm-hmm. there? I think uh, for the most part, uh, my family and uh, got cousin adjacent to our properties are the only ones who really been able to hold out yeah and we get calls and texts every day because they want to yeah, extend all those yeah, neighborhoods you, into that you want to sell you want to no yeah. i sure don't no thank you because that land uh that that right there on scales road like th- there's so much property right mm-hmm. like it just backs up to the woods right there mm-hmm. and then, like mm-hmm. it's, it's like a beautiful little area especially if it's like you know especially like when the houses were renovated and fixed mm-hmm. up and everything that shit mm-hmm. was like awesome um but that's like prime real estate right it there. is it is the school districts are good <clears throat> mm-hmm. so you know everybody wants wants to get in right there they still have that little old town suwanee little tr- railway car down yeah there? It's still there it's still okay. there you know where that old antique building is? Yeah. Right there? They're getting ready to turn that into a restaurant. 
No way. Mm-hmm. Is it gonna be like one of those, uh, like um, like one of those like food lab type places with like the food court and stuff, or is it? Uh, I don't know what kind yet, but but it, it, all it says is restaurant coming. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that building's cool as long as they don't it fuck is. with the building. Like, uh, no, nah, I, I, you know that that they can't they can't destroy that building because that building's been there for so long. So, there's a little gazebo and everything still there too. A little stage, and like the playground and like a little skate park area. Mm, yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. That's still there. I had to think about. That's where it. I, that's where I learned basketball, how to basketball court and all that still there. That's where I learned how to kick flip, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Also, uh, make a side note that 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 little train car is when I went and cried when me and my girlfriend broke up because I got because I got kicked out, <laughs> moved to California, <laughs> sat out there. That, that that's what you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't tell you I was down there crying because I was like, who's gonna make fun of me? Uh, I, no. Well, <laughs> what was who was the girlfriend at the time? Elise. Remember, like, we had just started dating right when I got kicked out? <clears throat> right when I got kicked out of the house, my dad was like, you're going to California. And I was like, all right. I remember, I came back. I came back, and she was already dating some other dude. I came back for spring break, and we got into that little scuffle at uh, Wendy's. You were like, get in the car. Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Least, <laughs> that she, was a, uh, she was a little cheerleader chick. The name sounds very familiar. Mm-hmm. I just I can't I can't can't picture her in my brain, but it's, it's okay. It's you, not a big deal. You know, <clears throat> look, man. Uh, that's my that's my. I don't my know if I'd make fun. Of, emo, emo I don't I don't, I don't think I'd have made fun of you, but I probably would have said some shit like, "Man, it's a bunch of women out here." Dog. <laughs> <laughs> don't even be tripping on this one. But 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 this was the girl. Yeah, I had and you going on. to Cali? That's right. <laughs> This is a girl I had a crush on all through high school, and I finally got my chance, man. And then I got thrown out, sent sent to the wolves. I don't know about getting sent to the wolves. <laughs> you might it's all over dramatic. You, you might have got kicked out, but I don't know about sent. I got to a. The I, I remember I got uh, when I first moved out here. I remember um, <clears throat> I was in school in Las in La Sierra. This is right around the time I met Mike, mm. uh, the other Mike that that is on this podcast, mm. and um, <clears throat> you know I was like in my in my feels and shit, mm. and then I just that's when I found out that she had started dating some other dude. Mm. You know, we were still like she had sent me picture like her you know school photos and a little card oh, and everything photos? like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> school, school photos. Okay. We didn't have cell phones back then. You couldn't you know you couldn't do all that. Yes, yeah, yes, we did. Not good enough. Like, yeah, you could send a photo, but that shit was grainy as hell. You're like, is that a? (laughs) That's true. It was pixelated like a mug. (laughs) Just like these eight bit boobs on the screen. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, is this is this is this a titty or is this Super Mario? I can't tell. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so I remember um, like she had she had sent me pictures, right? Uh, Like for from the yearbook photos and stuff from the senior pictures. And then I found out she was dating some other guy. And I was, so I was like looking at these photos and I was all sad and it started raining outside. So I just sat in the rain, sealed my, sealed my emo moment and just sat in the rain. Then I threw the pictures away. See, you know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good that you didn't tell me. <laughs> Cause, cause I would have said, see, it's, it's the nut huggers that you wear. <laughs> it's why, it's why you acting like that. 
Uh, Cut off circulation <laughs> to your balls. <laughs> and you acting like a little B.I.B.I. <laughs> that was, uh, I think I think we told this story last time, but I remember being at Waffle House and you met me at Waffle House mm. and I was wearing girl pants. I was wearing mm. the tight. Mm. You had the long hair and you were like, can you even breathe in those motherfucking pants? What are you doing? <laughs> I can, motherfucker, I can see your nuts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. So that was my, uh, <clears throat> that, that train on Scales Road. I have memories of just, you know, man, being sad, cool. kicking rocks in front of him. All, all aggressively. Yeah. Fuck, man. But, you, you know, I, I will say this. Going from Georgia to Cali to Uncle Sam's house wasn't a bad move. You know, nah. I've been to Uncle Sam's house. It was probably one of the best things that could have happened, so, yeah. realistically. Um, and Uncle Sam was probably the flavor that you needed for that time period, yeah. to be honest with you. <clears throat> and, it's, and it's like that. So, so I got an uncle like that. Yeah. When me and my dad were like this, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was. I, need, I needed one of my uncle's flavor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To where it's like, you know, I still gonna respect you know what your parents taught you. However, yeah. I'm, I'm the uncle, so I can say some things yep. that they might can't say. I can do some things that they might not do. Yeah, because you know, I hell, I remember, man, I had my first shot of Patron with Mike and Uncle Sam. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Put you on the tequila, and now now we got this. You know. Oh, it didn't see, even work. We see, got this bottle right here, but gonna have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, believe it. It's all real on this show. <laughs> Everything's real. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that 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 was probably. I mean, just overall, one of the best things that could happen to me. Like at the time, I was so resentful towards my dad. Like, man, he's fucking kicking me out of the house. You know, all I want, and it was because I really just wanted to like play music and hang out with my friends. And, and I just didn't really give a shit about school. Mm-hmm. And to my dad, he was like, this is your, this is your ticket out is to go to school. Mm-hmm. You have to just buckle down and do this, you know? So <clears throat> when, when he gave me the choice, he was like, you can either go back to California, stay with your uncle, stay with your cousins, mm-hmm. finish out school, or you can um, go to all boys school in, in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool. Going back to Cali, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, but in the end, like, I, and I'm, I'm sure I was just upset. Like the, you know, my girlfriend at the time, it, it wasn't really even a serious thing. I think it was just something extra to be upset about mm-hmm. because, oh shit, like I, I got the girl that I've been trying to go after. Like, you know, I'm playing like music with friends, you know, everything like that. And then it all just kind of crumbles. And so it was like, okay, well, now I'm in a new school. Now I'm in a new place. Now I got to meet new people. Mm-hmm. Damn, my girl broke up with me. Like, you know, it was just kind of like those layers of, of mm-hmm. shit to be sad about. Right. Um, but it gave some good ammunition for, you know, the later hardcore bands and, and everything that, that were to come of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think in the end it was probably like the best thing that could have happened because realistically we wouldn't be here today if that never happened too. Right. Right. It's true. Um, it's true. So, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it is what it is. I'm glad I never told you I was crying on the train. Yeah, because <laughs> I was going to blame it on them pants you was wearing. <laughs> Make me cry even more. Yeah, it had to act like a little B.I.B.I. <laughs> if, there's, if there's one person that did not support uh, my emo movement, it was Brian. It's not true. <laughs> I'm fine with the music and all that stuff. I just can't get into them jeans. <laughs> 
To be fair, I couldn't get into those jeans either. <laughs> no pun. <laughs> you know, we, we made it work. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. But you know, it 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 is what it is. It is what it is. So even now, you're in Cali. You got your girl and everything, and then you got the kids. How is that for you? It's you know, um, it's been. Uh, I think it's good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely given me a little more uh, a sense of purpose. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, for a long time, <clears throat> it's, it was kind of like, okay, cool. Like, we're just, we're just finding shit to do to mm-hmm. keep busy, you know. Um, like, and my life was just pretty much consumed with, like, go to work, come home, find more projects to work on, find more shit to do. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't really, like, a... Um, <clears throat> like a uh a sense of like like i didn't feel like i was needed for anything if that makes sense mm-hmm. um and i think i thrive better in situations where like even though i may be stressed out i feel like i'm contributing something to mm-hmm. or to someone mm-hmm. um <clears throat> you know and it's 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 kind of tough to navigate because um you know like there's certain scenarios with the kids where it's like also I'm stepdad, right? I'm not like mm-hmm. their actual father. So like mm-hmm. there's there's weird weird lines or weird boundaries that I have to navigate around. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but all I can do is just it, it kind of makes me want to be the best that I can be mm-hmm. because I I just want to be the best example. Right. Right. Um so <clears throat> you know, and and that kind of comes with like, you know, I I had hit this this um I guess you could say depression where like I was stressed out, gained a lot of weight. And, um, you know, a, a few episodes back, I made that pact with Andrew that, like, in six months, you know, we're going to do the six months challenge mm-hmm. um, so I can get back into shape, get back fit and everything like that. But as now I'm starting to feel those changes, like, mm-hmm. even though it's just been a few weeks, just the consistency alone. Like yeah, I can, I'm, I'm going to hop on that six week <clears throat> challenge with y'all, but go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Just, uh, talk to Jesse. He hasn't started yet. <clears throat> oh, you're on it too, Jesse? No, I started. <laughs> All right, so we're all on record. We're going to hop yeah. on this six-month challenge. Yeah. But uh, go ahead. Um, but So, yeah, it, like I can feel even just those changes where it's like um, even just like having more energy to, to like keep up or do things mm-hmm. like that's That feels good, you know. So <clears throat> it's really just it's it's a cool place to be to where I know like because for a while – and I think I can admit this now, like it, it was like a little bit of a spiral where I'm like, I can go out and like party tonight and get drunk and get hammered and we can go out and like, you know, like just be belligerent mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if I come home tomorrow or not, mm-hmm. you know? And like, I know in a sense it does, mm-hmm. but because like, I'm just like, you're coming home to like an empty house, you know, mm-hmm. like whatever there, there wasn't the same, um, <clears throat> the same frame of mind mm-hmm. as to now like oh hey I'm, I'm i have somebody to go home to like if anything happens you know mm-hmm. i gotta i have responsibilities and things right. and people that that count on me and that rely on me <clears throat> so it's it's definitely like a change of um like a change of pace but also a change of like the way i look at things too mm-hmm. um you know because i mean jesse can attest to this like we had a few nights where it was like i don't know how we made it home alive yeah. right and you know like 
mind you, like that's bound to happen when you're, you know, when you're been there before. Yeah, so I get it. But like there, there were times when we just like, like what did we, what, what are we doing? Like, right, are, right. It's like three in the morning and we're standing in front of a like a pool hall that's closed and we're like, right. the fuck is happening right now? Right. You know. Right. Um. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's 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 just given uh, like a different perspective on things. Um, you know, and that I mean, it comes with its own stresses and it comes with its own, um, you know, things, but I think it's, uh, it's probably, mm-hmm. probably a lot better for me to, yeah. to have something to, you know, kind of strive for and work for. Yeah. So, you know, can't, can't complain about that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's <clears throat> different and not, you know, for me. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You know, I got, I got three daughters, Cameron, Kai, and Kendall. Aubrey has three, Athena, Arthur, and Andrea, and then uh, two granddaughters, Luna and Marietta. So for me, it's just like, man, you got six kids. Yeah, man. The, the grays in that beard are about to be way more gray. <laughs> I, you, you know what? Well, the beautiful thing is uh, Athena and Arthur are in their 20s, early 20s, but they, you know, they're, they're pretty much grown. They're in their 20s. Andrea, she'll be 13 on the 16th of this month. Uh, Cameron, she'll be 16 this year. And then Kaya just turned nine and Kendall, she just she just turned seven. So the good thing is we don't have any babies. Yeah. Right. And uh, I know she always asks, you, you, you want one more? And in my mind, I get it, but I just don't want to start over, I think. Yeah. Uh, that but, m- but that might change when you guys are like, yeah, you know when you guys are in the same household living together, right? Yeah, you know. and and it could. I'm not shutting it down all the way, because I I know if we did have a child together, that would only bridge the family. That 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 right there is um, that would be the bridge. You know what I'm saying? And that'd be a beautiful ass baby. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> you know, gorgeous, gorgeous. Um, but you know, it's it's, you know. Just to be like, yeah, man, I got six kids and two granddaughters. Yeah. 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 That's some old man talk right there. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah. young man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it but it's all the blessing. And and you know what what I what I like about kids is they all have different personalities. Yeah. Right? Um, so but though I will say another good thing is because Aubrey has a, a boy, it's like I got, I got now I got a son. So yeah, I feel yeah, a lot better. Yeah. It ain't I ain't the only guy. You know what I mean? So now I'm like, hey, son. And you how, know what how I'm old's saying? your son? How old's uh, your son? I, Arthur is 20, 20, 21. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. 
So now, hey, man, that, that, that's my that's my little drinking buddy when I go there, man. He's always <laughs> down. I love it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and uh, even um, Athena, she has she has a boyfriend, uh, Christian. He's pretty cool too. So I, I hope it works out for for them. And if it does, then I bet you, man, I got son-in-law too. So you know. Hey. Uh, and if it doesn't, you got shooters in your corner. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's 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 all good. But just being able to sit back and sometimes just think about the bigger picture, I'm just like, wow. And here's the thing. Here here's the thing. Um, for me, when I was younger, I wanted as many kids about as I can afford. Yeah. And I think for me, that is still the case. Mm -hmm. It's just that uh, life moves quicker than my paycheck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So, but this is a good way. This is a good way to go about it. Because like I say, you know, I I get two grown kids to come in the picture and they're doing great. And, you know, so I I think it works out a little better this way. Yeah. 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 But I, I'm looking forward to it, man. And her kids are great. They're all respectful and everything. And my kids know I don't play that, so they're respectful and everything. So it it, it kind of it's cool. And I know <clears throat> that um, the girls, you know, they they talk to uh, Athena and them and stuff like that. They Facetime or text. Oh, that's cool. So it's 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 actually very cool. That's that that is cool. And yeah. I remember Kaya texted me uh, when I was over there. Uh, Dad, I really like Athena, and you know, just that. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, it's really cool to see, um, because sometimes when you bring two two families together, you don't really know exactly yeah. how it's going to yeah, merge. Butt heads, and, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but though, you know, <clears throat> so far, um, it seems to be going pretty good. Yeah. But but you know, I will say this: uh, Arby kids was raised right, and I'm I'm doing everything to raise mine right. So, it, yeah. it should be good. Yeah. Man, every time I see like pictures of your kids, dude, I just feel so old. Yeah, <laughs> so old. Yeah. Um, same thing like with like with Austin's kids. Like yeah. I'm just like, what? Where's the time gone? Yep. Yeah. You know. And then I see all this like the gray starting in my beard. Yeah, like, I, I the, noticed the size that. Of my I noticed that. Like, whoo! I noticed that. Time, time is. Time is not being kind. I was like, "Look, might get a little gray up there." <laughs> Time but is you that. know, your dad's hair has been kind of gray since I think I've known. Mm. Yeah, my family has like uh, historically just gone gray very early. Mine too. Yeah. Um, too. So like even my aunts, like some of my aunts will dye their hair. Um, mm-hmm. Auntie Vinny finally just accepted it and let her mm-hmm. shit go white, and she looks beautiful. Like I'm, like I fucking love her hair. Yeah. Like do not dye this. Like leave it the right. same. Right. Um, you know, but um, it's kind of one of those things where like everybody kind of went gray. Like you remember my grandmother. My grandmother had straight white hair, mm-hmm. like just full on, like not even a hint of gray. It was just pure white. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that like that's that's the way I'll the direction I'll go where it'll just right. be full on white hair, like white beard, white hair, and everything. Right. It would be sick. But <laughs> I'm and I'm not gonna I'm not doing the just for men. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna color Listen, it. Listen, I, I had my stint in that. <laughs> you know, like I said, uh, it makes the lineup nice and crisp. <laughs> I mean it'd be fresh, professional fresh. Yeah. Almost look like they took a pen to it, but yeah, it, it just the way you line it up with it. But you know, 
I, I will admit too, I, I get lazy. I'm just like, man, I'm not gonna be doing this every other week. Well, it's just so much to maintain it. You just have to doing constantly. And see, Aubrey, she loves the beer, and I told her, I said, babe, when I get back to the states, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave to go tea, but this is gonna have to go for a couple of weeks. Cause I'm even tired of shaping it up and maintaining. Yeah. Just want to cut it. Just let my face breathe for a couple of weeks. When's the last time you went just full clean shaven? Never. <laughs> I did it like maybe what a, a month and a half ago or something like that, and everybody was like. What happened to you? I tell you what. I tell you what. I tell you because, see, y'all can't see Jesse, but he has a beard, too. Yeah. So in six months, if we reach our goal, I will fly back here and all of us will shave. We'll go clean shave. I don't know about that. Uh, uh, I don't we'll, know we'll about go, that. Come on. We'll go clean shave. I'll feel more comfortable if I lose the weight because then my face won't be so It'll be bad. all chiseled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right now, you know, the beard covers yeah, that we, up. We, we do do this to hide some of the hide some of the chunk. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That, why is your beard so thick on the bottom? Because my chin pops up down here <laughs> in the lava. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but you know that that might be something for the you know y'all. How about this? Y'all leave comments and say if we reach our goals in six months, if you want to say if we all need go to clean, clean shaving. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I'm I'm with it. Yeah, maybe, kind of. So yeah. You know. But, uh, so what, what are, well, let me start this way. So with Aubrey, I know, uh, my mom had gave me some advice a long time ago and she was saying, you know, son, there's typically three things that will make or break a relationship, uh, communication, finances, and sex. Mm-hmm. And that stayed with me. And even when me and Aubrey talked, I told her, I said, you know, my mom said it's three things that will make or break your relationship. And I said, no, I actually agree with that. Um, it's your communication, your finances, and sex. And um, not in no particular order. Yeah. And she thought about it. She said, yeah, I kind of I agree with that, too. Um, that's why earlier when you asked, you know, I was like, hey, communication, especially among distance relationships, is very important. It's huge, yeah. You you have to have it. And with that comes trust, too. Um, but what what are your thoughts and what have you noticed over the years in your relationships and even the relationship that you're in now with Karima? You know, what, what do you think have been some important factors in those relationships? <clears throat> I agree with your three. Um, I think that those are all like those are some of the biggest building blocks of relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that uh, that you have to um, be a little selfless mm-hmm. when you're in a relationship too. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'm I'm guilty of being very um, like I, I get, selfish is probably the proper word. Mm-hmm. Like to use terms like career driven and mm-hmm. you know things like that, but selfish is probably you know like i've been in relationships in the past where it was like we have this vacation booked but i'm gonna tour Mm. right so i can't do this um or you know like i'm gonna be gone for a few months i'm gonna be gone all summer Mm. um shit like that so um i think that like you know and i think that the communication is a huge part of that Mm. like especially if you know like obviously right now i'm not playing in a in a band that's touring full-time right Mm. but if you're in a band that's playing full-time you have to be open and honest with your partner mm. about that shit and saying like, hey, my life is going to be spent, you know, mm. 
eight months, nine months out of the year on the road mm -hmm. and, and being gone. And that has to be something that you guys are both, um, you know, like on board for mm -hmm. like both. And that's where that communication comes into play. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> but also understanding that like, you know, last week, Raw, um, Romy Raw was on the episode and he was talking about, you know, he's freshly married and he's making a real effort that when she's home, like instead of him like playing Call of Duty or instead of him being like uh, playing video games or doing his thing when he gets home, mm -hmm. he makes it a point to spend quality time together. Mm -hmm. I think that's like key too. like, you know, I could sit back here all day and, and play video games and lock right. myself in the studio and not have to worry about anything. But, right. you know, even just little, I think with crime, like little things like, Hey, let's just sit down and watch a movie together. You mm -hmm. know, like usually that means we'll watch 10 minutes of movie and then both fall asleep on the couch, but you know, but we're still doing it together, you know? Um, so it's that quality time. Um, <clears throat> so I think that <clears throat> having, having that understanding that like, when you're in a relationship, it's not just like, hey, I'm a person in this relationship. Mm -hmm. It's now we're in this together, so mm -hmm. we have to work through things. And I think a lot of uh, a lot of what you see today, because we're we're right in that era of like we're still kind of old school. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, one thing that you see with like a lot of like younger people or is is like we're so used to instant gratification and instant satisfaction, mm -hmm. even like with Amazon. Like if I go to order something and it takes more than two days, I'm like, do I really want this? Yeah. Like, this shit's not going to be here tomorrow. I don't know if right. I want it, you know? Right. <clears throat> um, but like, you, you know, like that instant gratification or that like, this sucks, I'm just going to move on to what's next, mm -hmm. right? So there's always that idea of like, what's the next better thing right. for me? And understanding that mentality, especially in a relationship of like, you know, they'll say like, oh, the grass is greener on the other side. Mm -hmm. But I think the better mentality is the grass is greener where you water it, mm -hmm. right? So just having that aspect of like, we can't just give up when shit is tough. Mm -hmm. Like if, if we're fighting and we're, we're going through the motions and we're going through shit, like we're still in this together, mm -hmm. right? And that's, and I understand at a certain point, is where you go, hey, this isn't working, mm -hmm. right? But so many people are not willing to go through that fight to get to that point where you say, this is going to work or it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. People just go, shit sucks, shit is tough, I'm done here. Mm -hmm. So I think that <clears throat> applying things like that to your relationship, I think is going to help with longevity. And, and, you know, once again, it kind of all boils down to communication. Like if you guys are not speaking like your needs and, and you know, your feelings and things like that. There's, there's no way for this to progress because right. you guys are both just kind of stuck in your individual worlds, mm -hmm. you know? <clears throat> so yeah, man. But I, I think like, you know, your, your mom kind of had that figured out, you know, mm -hmm. that's like, that's, those are really like the three biggest building blocks. It, it, relationship. It, it, you know, <clears throat> and when, when she said it, I don't know exactly how she was thinking <clears throat> of it in her You were mind. like, ew, mom, sex. Don't I, talk about that. Or, you know, I'm, I'm grown at this time. So I, I, I can give a damn. It is what it is. Me and my brother got here somehow. So, it is, you know, it is what it is. Gross, but, mom. But I, I think she came <clears throat> to those three conclusions. Well let, let, well, let me say this. I came to those three conclusions because I don't want to speak for her. Because communication, I feel like, will be more so for the woman's side. Mm -hmm. 
men, we communicate very straight to the point, and this is this is it. Yeah. But you know, having a good dialogue communication mm-hmm. is going to be more for a woman. Sex is more for the man. Yeah. He's going to want to every day. Right. A couple of times a day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like how you look right down the barrel of the camera. Once, <laughs> twice, or thrice a day. <laughs> but financial, I think, is both. That's both. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And I know <clears throat> just from personal experience, you know, I can communicate up until the point to where I, you start to starve me sexually and now I don't want to communicate and now I don't even want to, I don't even want to spend money with you. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. And it's amazing how all three of those elements work together. So if you're doing all three, you do have the the, the, the foundation of something healthy. Right. But if you take out one of those pieces, sooner or later, <clears throat> it's going to affect... It's going to affect something else. The other two. Right. And I don't care which piece you take out. It doesn't matter. If you take out one of those pieces, it's going... If it's you're not com- if you're not communicating properly to your woman, she's not going to want to give you any. Right. 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 If you're not giving your man any, then he's not going to want to pay bills for another grown person to live with. <laughs> That's fair. You, 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 yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. And then if I'm broke, and 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 you are communicating that I need to get a job, but I don't want to get one. That financial burden on that one person is going to be a problem too. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So it doesn't matter which block you take out. Yeah, they all kind of go hand in they hand. They go hand in hand. <clears throat> but if you're communicating effectively, hey, I know this happens, but hey, you gotta, Mike, you gotta man up, bro. I don't, I don't, you know, go flip burgers at McDonald's until you figure this shit out. Go right. do something. Right. Right. That way. Your woman sees that you're doing something, mm-hmm. and now she doesn't have to get mad and withhold this sexual part from you. And now, now you—it's a weapon, bro. <laughs> yeah. Some people you now. I thank God for Aubrey. She's not like that. Yeah, yeah. But though, I will say this: because those foundational blocks are there, right? And you know, the the, the pay is different in America than it is in in the Philippines. Right. So, you know, I know sometimes in my situation, she might say something about finances, but because everything else is so tight, I'm always like, don't worry about that. Right. I swear I can figure that out. Right. Just make sure everything else is tight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fair. And I think that like, you know, but, it, but, <clears throat> but if, if, if you're not doing this part and you stand mm, on the other part, I'm just like, yeah, shoot. I'm out. You know what? You know me, bro. I think we had this conversation last night. I've talked to you a few times. Yeah. Yeah. You can only have the, the conversation but, a few times before it's like, but why, why I, are we doing I, this? I, I'm just never been one of them people that's going to talk to you years and years and years down the line. Right. <laughs> you, you doing good. <laughs> you doing good. If you get three months, you doing good. Yeah. <clears throat> because you know what? I, I feel like in a couple of months is enough to cre- create a habit. Right. Right. So if this is becoming your habit, it might've took you three months to form that habit, 
but right. it's probably going to take you some years to break that habit. Yeah. And if you're showing me this is your habit and you have no desire to break that habit, what I look like being here trying to have this conversation if if they're not receptive to. Man, I've been through that. I'm not I listen, yeah. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. As Jesse hits his vape in the back. <laughs> he did he puffed it for 3 times. <laughs> And then years later, he's still puffing. <laughs> now, if you tell him to break that habit, I'm pretty sure it's going to take more than this is me breaking it. a couple of days. You mm. see, he, he's breaking it. He smokes less, but he's still smoking. That's not breaking a habit. <laughs> At least it's not a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah it's, and, and you know what? Like, I will say this. Like, it's, it's um, not everybody may have that mentality, but a majority of people do right. right like yeah the, not everybody is going to think the same not everybody's going to have the same um oh yeah everybody's you know, thought process <clears throat> yeah people can I, I know people that waited 16 years yeah and then figured out like it's not gonna work yeah but you hung around for 16 years that's a yeah that's a long time bro i i've known people to get divorced after 20 and 30 years of marriage and I remember talking to my pop. Like, I'm like, look, I'm like, man, they old as hell. What you gonna do now? <laughs> I was like, yeah, if, if you waited that long, yeah, man, yeah. you might as well go on just and stay. Stick yeah. it out. You, just stick you it might out. as yeah. well stay. <clears throat> That's uh yeah. I, I mean, I worked in family law and and the reasons that people would get divorced mm -hmm. was always either sex, money, or communication. Straight up, it, like it, it, the, that, that's I believe that's what it boiled down to. Mm -hmm. But it was the small. It was the little things that that, that was breaking that were the, used as ammunition this, because yep. one of the things mm -hmm. fell apart. Mm -hmm. um, and and honestly, that goes both ways. Yeah, like, it does. It, it does. Like, it's just, yeah, it's, yeah, definitely both. So, yeah, that's tough, man. And it's it's um, <clears throat> it's one of those things where like people aren't aware mm -hmm. of of how much of an impact that. that type of shit makes right, right. um i mean <clears throat> like you could you know we've talked about kind of how like you know men are very simple mm -hmm. right like mm -hmm. you tell us something very straightforward mm -hmm. and we'll get it yeah but if you're dropping like hints about something that you might want we're not going to figure that shit out. Not at all. There might be some dudes out there that will. Yeah. I'll tell you from few. my experience. It's few. Mm -mm. You want I'll, me to clean the dishes? Tell me, can clean, you clean, clean the, the dishes? dishes. Yeah. That's all I need, right? Can yeah. you take out the trash, mm -hmm. right? Can you do this or, or can you please help me with this? Like, tell me straight up what you need. I got you. Mm -hmm. But if it's like, it's crazy that there's a lot of dishes in the sink. I'd be like, yeah, yeah it, it is, is crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. Why right. are there so many in there? I don't know what happened. I don't even go in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. You know, like that. So... So it's there. There's definitely like, and I guess this is just two really blunt and straightforward people talking about the scenario because mm. both of us have that mindset of like, this needs to get done. So this is what we need to do. Right. This needs to get done. So I'm going to tell you, this is what we need to do. This is our plan. Right. Um, but there are other people that don't think that way or but that you, don't function that but way. You, but you know what I, I've noticed too, Mike, is a lot of women can't handle that. They really can't. Um, In what sense? Like the the straightforward. I, I I believe in the straightforwardness, and I also believe a lot of women try to add something to that because it's so simple. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is what I mean. If you're like, um, hey, can you do the dishes? Right? They might be like, okay, they clean the dishes, they done mopped, they vacuumed, they dusted, they did all the stuff, and you get home, and you're just like, oh, babe, thanks for doing the dishes. And she's looking at you mad as fuck because... You didn't notice you that did, she also cleaned the did the floors right, and cleaned the, right. the laundry and everything. But, yeah. but that's not... And I'm just using that as a, a cheesy example, but that's mm-hmm. not... They, they they Or I've noticed you might say something and what they heard is completely different. I've been through that. Yeah. <laughs> I've never forget, man, uh, <laughs> uh, the relationship I was in at this time. Uh, she said, uh, what, what do you want for dinner? I said, ah, oh, some spaghetti. Yeah. Okay, I get home, she cooked chicken. So why'd you ask me what I... Man, I didn't even need it. Because in my mind, <laughs> I was prepared for spaghetti. Okay. But but why didn't she make spaghetti? She just... She didn't want spaghetti or because there was not, not spaghetti stuff there? I... <laughs> Mike, if you say, what do you want? Right. And I say spaghetti, right? Mm-hmm. If there's, sp- okay. And see, this is why me and Arby get along so well. Right. If there's not spaghetti stuff there, you know what Arby would go do? She'll go get the stuff. She would go get the stuff. Right. Right. Or she would say, hey, we don't have that. What about, this is what we have. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Right. And that's fair. Yeah. But don't ask me. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I almost felt like, 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 you're gaslighting me, right? Right. But don't ask me, and then do something totally—not even in the same wheelhouse. <laughs> something totally different. Right. And then get mad at me when I'm just like, I'm good. Yeah, I want a spaghetti. I was thinking about spaghetti. I'll eat it. You, you, you came. Or you, come on, bro. Who who does? Come on, man. It's funny because but, but I, I know that. the relationship that you were in, so I understand why you're so upset about this. And and you know what? It's not even that I'm upset about it. What I found out is this, it's a communication barrier. Mm-hmm. I might say one thing, and what you perceive, going back to the point I was making, would be totally different. Right. Right. You said. What did I want to eat? I told you what I wanted to eat. Your mind process, as long as I cook something, it's okay. Right. As long as I make you dinner, it's okay. Right. Yeah. That is a communication thing. So, you know, that's why I say sometimes they don't even perceive some things. Right. The the same way. Do you feel like that goes the opposite way too sometimes though? Like they'll like your lady will tell you something and you get something completely different out of it? <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. Uh, if my woman... Hell, if 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 Arby says, "Hey, babe, I need gas in the car," mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go take her car and wash it and bring it back on empty. 
<laughs> yeah, I get, yeah, I know. Not gonna do it. Yeah. Now I'm gonna go put gas in her car. Mm-hmm. Now I might be like, shit, this shit is dirty. Let me wash it. After you put the gas. But in. the gas is gonna be in the car. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. It's just, it, yeah. It seems it feels so simple. But though, I will say the flip side of it too, because I've known people who've done done this too. Their wife might you you know you know how women sometimes. You know, they'll they'll be like, um, you'll be like, babe, what's wrong? Um, I was doing the dishes and I ran out of soap. And you're like, you're acting like this because you ran out of soap? When that's not what's wrong. It's, yeah. it's some other shit wrong. Right. See what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, see, I'm not good at those kind of relationships. I, I can you, tell. You, you got to tell. You, you, <laughs> I can see I'm that. Not, I'm not good at those kind of relationships. I can see that you, you are not good in these situations I, I'm not, at not all. good. You, you, you got to tell me what's really wrong. Yeah. So then I can move forward. The issue and, is and, not the soap. There's something else going on, right. and that just triggered yeah, what, what it, the problem right, right. is. Yeah, yeah. I'm not good at those guessing games. Yeah. Yeah, did, oh, yeah a thousand times. I get that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just tell me. Yeah, just what's really wrong. Even if I did something, tell me, because I, you know what, my, I'm not too big of a person where I'm not going to apologize. Right. If I did something that really fucked you up or made you mad or whatever, I'm going to apologize. Yeah. And then I'm going to try not to do it again. Yeah. But you have to tell me what it is so I don't, so I don't do it again without knowing. Right. 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 So, you know, back this all communication stuff. You really aren't good at this deciphering code situation. I'm, not, I'm just not. If, if you want flowers, I t- just tell me you want flowers. You know? I'm expecting a girl blush or something. Yeah. Right. Right. If you like white roses, just tell me. Yeah. You want, you like white roses. Because mm-hmm. then I won't bring you no yellow ones. <laughs> right? Right. But, yeah, I, you know. And it, it, it's funny, but I believe if, if communication, you peeled back the layers on both sides and just kind of shot straight, but in a way that both parties can receive it. Because like I said, I know I, I can be blunt, but I don't mean no harm. Right. But, you know, you you, 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 you talk straightforward. I, I think a lot of relationships would, would run more smoother. Right. I agree. I think, I think what it boils down to is... Um, <clears throat> Getting to that level and understanding, um, but uh, I don't know, understanding first how you and your partner both communicate yeah. is a huge step in the process, right? Like, I'm very straightforward with Krima. Krima mm-hmm. sometimes won't tell me what's going on until I'm like, the f- what the fuck's going on? Like, why, why are you, mm-hmm. you know, and then it comes out, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, this could have been solved if we'd have talked about this from the beginning. Two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when this was a problem. Uh, but also, by now, I, I can tell and I know that what she's upset about right now is not what she's really upset about. Mm-hmm. But you just have to still tell me what what is the actual cause of this. Well, right? well damn, Mike, every man, I think, could pick up on something's <laughs> off. I'm not saying I'm just oblivious to something off. What I'm saying is... Hey, I, there's, I, there's a lot of dudes that are completely oblivious, well, What I'm though. saying is I'm not going to be guessing either. <clears throat> True. Yeah. That that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Tell me. Yeah. Don't I don't I don't I don't read minds. I'm Is it a, did I do this? What was see, it? See, see, uh, and, yeah. and you know what? Some women they do that to, to try to get you to confess some uh, shit that uh, <laughs> 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 
Babe, I swear, it was just a stripper from 34th. I didn't even know who she was. <laughs> I was just trying to help her put her kids through college. So, but, you know, um, like I say, for me, it all goes back to what my mom said, man. Those three things. I've I've learned it's kind of like yeah that's that's really the foundation yeah and and it's a good solid one so when you meet a person and you have those three foundations I think I think it works out well and even in the financial aspect I'm not talking about even both of you having money like that I don't think you have to be rich or anything like that but I think just even understanding finances. And you have to be on the same and being page. on the same page with just understanding it, right? I think I think that goes a long way. Yeah, I agree. Life lessons yeah. with Brian Bones. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> hey, a little you, rainbow. You know what? Hey, been through several relationships over the years. So. Yeah, we could tell. <laughs> my boy's been through the trenches uh, got like bombs and shit going off behind him as he uh, reminisces yeah yeah. Uh, yeah we'll we'll end, we'll end with this um how's it feel to be a passport bro hey man listen it's good for me i can't speak for nobody else it's good for me yeah man listen hey you know what you you have <clears throat> some people who talk trash about it you have some people who support it I'll be honest with you. I don't give a damn on either side, man. You you got to do what you have to do to be happy. Right. And, you know, you have to find that person who, uh, I'm going to just say it like this, who, who understands you and who wants to understand you um, to, to, to really make it work. Does Arby agree with everything I say or do? Absolutely not. Yeah, she's probably going to be mad at you after this episode. For what? I don't know. <laughs> Something no. you said in code? No, no. I had to say nothing in code negative for to, to her. Um, but, you know, uh, I, I, I think when they can understand you and they can see your vision and stuff like that, um, it, 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 it helps go a long way. The sad thing about, I think, dating in America right now is a lot of people want to for lack of better words they say they're chasing the bag right which is fine if you're chasing the bag but if you're chasing the bag and I'm chasing the bag you shouldn't need my my bag yeah you, you have your, you own. your own yeah 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 but but I, I noticed <clears throat> that all the ones who are chasing the bag don't never seem to have mm-hmm. their, their their own yeah I think it's um but though I still think it's good. I think I think it's good women over here still. I think there are too. Um, so I, I'm never gonna say that. It just so happened I found found mine from the Philippines. Yeah, that, that that's me though. And I think that 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 um, really boils down to like, you know, you can't, you you know, they always talk about like this whole passport bro movement is mm-hmm. dudes leaving the states to find women outside of the U.S. who have different mentalities, who have mm-hmm. different, um, you know, like they are more family oriented. Mm-hmm. They're more interested in being in a like committed monogamous relationship mm-hmm. and being together for the long run, things mm-hmm. like that. <clears throat> um, but also like all that aside, like you can't fake a connection right. with someone. You can, but it only lasts right. for so long, right? So even though um, 
you know, some people may say like, oh, you went overseas to find your wife. Mm -hmm. So what? Like right. this is this is where I found that person that I connected with. Right. Like that sure. that you know understands me. I understand her. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this is this is how we ended up working out together. Mm -hmm. You know, <clears throat> it's funny to joke about. It's mm -hmm. funny to be like, hey, Dave, Brian. But um, at the same time, it's it's you know, I I think that. Like I think you're you're a smart dude. You know, you wouldn't and and after what you went through mm -hmm. with your last marriage and mm -hmm. with that whole situation, mm -hmm. you wouldn't just propose to somebody right. random. Right. As a matter of fact, I clearly remember having that conversation with you on the mm -hmm. phone where you were like, I'm never getting married again. Yeah. Never doing this again, Mike. And I'm yeah. like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I, I believe you meant it. Yeah. At, at that, that time. time. Yeah. You meant it at that time. And then, you know. Uh, somebody comes along that just changes that that whole right. mentality on the world, you know. Right. So, you 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 know what it is, Mike. Um, one thing I, I really love about Aubrey is a lot of things that most women consider minor um, or inconveniences. Mm -hmm. uh, she does, and it just helps me out tremendously. It's the little, it's the little things that most feel like they're too good to do or too good for, mm -hmm. right? And what it does is it takes stress off to me to allow me to do what I need to do. Right. But one thing about me, and this is whether I'm in a relationship, a friendship, or whatever, if I feel like you got me, then I got you times 10. Right. And that's just what it is. Yeah. You know, I know even when I go... Um, to see Aubrey, you know, uh, what you want for breakfast? What you want for lunch? What you want for dinner? She doesn't spaghetti. Mind cooking. spaghetti. She, she, she doesn't <laughs> fried chicken, Filipino spaghetti, chicken, <sighs> fried chicken's on point, bro. I'm telling that you, Filipino fried chicken, man. It's, 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 it's popping. Um, but but the little thing she, she doesn't mind doing, hey babe, can you iron my shirt? Yeah, yeah, I got it. There's yeah. no argument, it's, it's no. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's not mm -hmm. like it's beneath her to do those things. Right. But see, here's the flip side, too. It ain't nothing that she can't ask that I'm not going to do or make happen or figure out how to make happen. Right. It's because a reciprocal she does, thing. you know, yeah. take care of those things and do it with an excellent attitude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I be uh, watching YouTube videos of some of these women nowadays talking about something. I ain't cooking... I ain't nobody's slave. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Yeah. And I'm like, motherfucker, get a dog and die alone. With it. <laughs> should I? Should that be the episode? Get a dog and die alone with Brian. <laughs> no, but I, I know what you mean though. Like I, I watched the video today, um, and sh there was a, a lady that was saying like. If I'm going to go on a date, if you're interested on in taking me on a date, mm -hmm. you're going to pay for the babysitter for my kids. Mm -hmm. You're going to pay for the Uber for me to get to the restaurant. You're going to pay for dinner. And then you're going to pay for the Uber for me to get back. Mm -hmm. Because by you doing that, it shows me that you're ready to support me and pay my bills and pay pay for uh, everything that I need in my life because I got shit to pay. I was like, you could stay your ass home. Now watch yeah. this, Mike. <clears throat> I could. I can do that. I could do. Yeah, you, you can do that. But. Here's the thing, though. But why? Why? Not even why. <laughs> Who are you for me to do it for? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. See what I'm saying? 
Um, I told Harbury about this and we were laughing. I forget that I forget it was some video on YouTube, man. And uh uh the woman got all dressed up. She thought the guy was gonna take her to a five star restaurant and this that she got together and this, that and the other. And then, you know, he was like, Oh, meet me at my house. So she met him at at, at uh, his house and he ended up cooking for her. Mm-hmm. She was pissed. I mean, she was pissed. Why? I spent all this time getting dressed, doing my hair, my makeup, because you said we were going to a five-star restaurant, and this, that, and other. And I was reading all the comments. Oh, that's wrong. He should have took you to the five-star restaurant because that's what he told you instead of cooking for you and this, that, and other. So here was my comment. I said, okay, so... If you getting dressed up, nails, hair, makeup, and all that stuff equals five uh, equals a five star restaurant, what he should have said was he wants the McDonald package. Now, what comes with that package? You gonna throw on some sweats and a t shirt and just come on? Yeah. So if get so if you doing all these things equal five star, men are going to start telling y'all, give me the McDonald package. Yeah. I don't I don't want you to get dressed up. I don't want you to do all that shit. Yeah. Give me the McDonald's. What what is gonna come out some crocs and some shorts? That's fine. <laughs> Give That's me fine. that package. Yeah. But I also know like good brothers, you know, they're, they're good people, good men are like, hey, let's go on a coffee date. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't I would never go on a coffee date. Why? I guess they feel like the man's supposed to spend money. But then it's wrong if a man be like, I I'll take you to a five star, you dropping, you you, you dropping neck. Now, 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 now you, you mad and you in your feelings. I just, I just, I personally just don't know where dating has gotten to this place to where it's expected for the man to get a babysitter, pay for the food, pay for the babysitter, pay for the, do all these things. And this is our first date. I don't even know you. It's a lot. So you want me to drop four or five hundred dollars? That's a lot. Just to get to know you? Mm-mm. I'm. I, I've already. Uh, I. I already told Crime, and this is like it's bad to say, but like if 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 shit doesn't work out between me and her, we're resuming all fuckboy activities for the rest of my life. <laughs> I just don't care anymore. I don't. If it don't work out with me or Harvey, yeah, I'm gonna be single and just travel the world and see what's happening, yeah. bro. Uh, but it, you know, um, and that's one thing I teach my daughters though. Um, whenever they get to the age when they can start dating, uh, you pay for your meal. Let him pay for his meal. Now, when you start to get more serious. Then allow him to pay. Yeah. But just starting out, you pay for yours. Let him pay for his. And and that also takes away the expectations, expectations. Yeah. on the table. Yeah. And I think that is the proper way for people to date, especially if you're just getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. Now, as you go to another level, now you can kind of let certain stuff go. Hey, uh, let him pay this time. You might pay the next time. Right. And as you go to another level, well, I got daughters, so of course I want them to be with someone who's going to be able to take care of them. Right. Let them start taking on more dates, but that don't mean you can't contribute something. Contribute something. Right. 
but never but never just assume that they should just do it or never expect that they have to yeah do it i don't i don't i don't like men nor women like that i don't i don't yeah. like men who be like all right if i take you out i'm expecting them draws right i don't i don't like that either this is it's both ways so you don't you don't think that uh the word date means dick at the end Listen, that's my first time hearing that, but I, I kind of, I, 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 I heard that bar, I heard bar. I heard that from somebody else. It's not mine. I can't take credit for it. I just thought it was funny. Mm. Um, but no, I know I get what you mean. Um, like, I, I think that, that, uh, that dating today has, has become, um, on Trying both sides, with the Joneses. there's, there's, there's too many expectations mm. rather than like, let me just get to know this person. Right. Right. And that, like I said, that could go back to like the instant gratification thing where it's mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm taking you out. I'm going to get some mm -hmm. or, oh, he's taking me out. I'm going to get a free meal. Right. Mm -hmm. But the whole the whole aspect of everything has changed. Mm -hmm. Right. Like it's it, especially like with online dating and, and, you know, like all this like like hookup culture and things like that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, all jokes aside about like fuckboy activities like that's. That's really what it's like out there, though. Yeah, it is. Like, people are just like, okay, cool. Let me get it in wherever I can, whenever I can, and then that's that. Mm -hmm. You know? And and that's not just dudes, either. No, that's women. That's women, too. So it's like, it's 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 become like this... I, I don't even think that it's dating anymore. It's not. There are still people that are out there that date to date, to get to know each other. Right. But, but, you know, I, I, I will say this... <clears throat> Fuckboy activity, I feel like that's what we did in our high school, early 20s. Yeah. Right? The older you get, the more serious you get, the more you start thinking about things. And this is one thing I tell people all the time. Um, at this point in my life, I'm scared to be out here doing fuckboy activity. Thousand percent. Uh, what did they just had an outbreak of syphilis in Houston or somewhere in Texas? I'm like, really? Yeah, yeah, it was on the news and everything, man. And I'm like, man, I, my life is too precious to be out here. <laughs> yeah, man. It ain't. It's not that serious. No. For some nookie. No. You, 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 you dig what I'm saying? Um, I feel like that's a young person's mindset. Right. The problem is they took it from high school to early 20s, and now that's the mindset of 30 and 40-year-olds. And this... I'm just like, for real? Yeah. That's what we're still out here doing? Mm-hmm. Now, for me, um, like I said, I, and all jokes aside, I do believe Arby's going to be my favorite. But if something were to ever happen, I wouldn't get married again. But my plan would to be is to travel and see the world more and, and, and do things like that to occupy that time. Right. Um, take care of the kids, make sure the kids are good and things of that nature. And not saying that I might not get no nigga from time to time. However... To me nowadays, the, it's not the priority. It's not the priority, and the risk is too. At this point, I feel like it's too great right now, man. A syphilis outbreak, brother. Yeah, that's in a modern society. Yeah, that's that's it's crazy that that I don't know, like that 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 is an outbreak is a big level of it was an outbreak, like confirmed that's the cases. Way the new you know what I mean? <clears throat> That's that's scary. So yeah, nobody got time. Jesse, you dating? Uh, yeah, talking with somebody yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if you feel like, hey, let's go out for coffee. She's okay with that? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. She actually preferred. Uh, I was talking to her first date. 
<clears throat> and I go on, let's go to a restaurant. She goes, no, let's just go to a taco truck. Mm-hmm. It's a taco, taco truck, you know? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was cool. I thought that was like my... <laughs> the thick boy in you got yeah. real, real excited. Yeah, fuck coffee. I got yeah, tacos. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she, she's more of the, the whole, you know, let's let's just talk. We're talking right now. And mm-hmm. I love that. It's mm-hmm. fine. We, we stayed up until like one yesterday just mm-hmm. talking, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And that's like everything that I want. That's cool though because that's it's so rare to find that. It is, you know? and I feel like you're building a proper yeah. foundation. And I didn't meet her in like dating that, but I met her at the laundry mat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She came up to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Mike were talking about that earlier too. <clears throat> I was telling Mike, I was like, you know, man, uh, the you know, the older I'm getting and the, all the grades are showing, I was like, Mike, it's, but it's all the younger women who come up to me, as a 19 to about 30. They all, and then I get the the bracket from about forty two to sixty yeah. <laughs> to um, sixty, <laughs> and it's all right. Shout out to all of them, but you know, <laughs> shout out, to, shout out to all my ladies out there. Uh, you know, it's 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 very interesting, but it also makes me wonder, like, what are the guys in y'all's age bracket, yeah, doing? You know what I'm saying? Fuckboy activities. Because they want a man, but, you know, everybody else is just doing party scenes and all that shit. There there have been a few people in my life, um, especially even now at our age, where I'm like, yo, if your mentality is just you still want to just go out and party and, like, try and pull girls and try and do the shit, like, there's no need for us to hang out because I'm not even in that headspace. Yeah. Right. Like I'm not even in that mindset anymore. Even when I was single, I was single for a long time. I was like, I'm not, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is not, I don't, I don't want to spend every night trying to go out and trying to figure out like who's next. And, right. You know what? You know, it gets old. Who, yeah. Who, 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 who can I bring home? This is my house. Like right. this is, this is my home. Like this right. is, you know? Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I just really think that like, and, and, you know, we probably sound, like angry old men just ranting this whole episode, but I think it's, it's, it's almost country. like the reality of, of, of everything, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, just find that one that's going to take care of you and be down with you and you do the same for that person and and, and, and call it a day. Because the, the truth of the matter is, like, everybody's not going to have your best interest in heart and there are many that can come in your life to say they love you or whatever, but they like what they think they can get out of you or what they think you can provide for them, right? You want someone that don't mind going to get coffee because I only got 10 bucks in the bank. Right. You know what I'm saying? You you, you want someone that, hey, we can go to Wendy's and, and get some stuff off the dollar menu because I only got a five. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's or not even going to get you far anymore. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to get you too far anymore. <laughs> But 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 that's what you want, or you know. In my case, I know Arby. I was like, hey, babe, you want to go out to eat? No, babe, let's save money. I'll cook something. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you want that? At least I do. <clears throat> like they they have that, you know, like little saying that it's like make sure that the the girl that's sitting next to you in the foreign is the same girl that would be sitting next to you at the bus stop. That's right. You know what I mean? So, and you know, we've been there. We, we yeah. you, you just have to see, you know, like who's who's really the real deal or who's just here for the moment. Right. And it's a, it's a big difference between the two. It is. It is. 
And all that plays <clears throat> to your mental health too. It can be wearing and tearing and taxing on that stuff. Yep. So. And then you just become bitter old men. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> old, so I'm not gonna agree with that. Bitter old men. <laughs> Shit, I am. <laughs> but yeah, you know what though? I don't. I don't think there's no reason to be bitter, man. You just learn. Nah, yeah. You learn. You learn, and then now you can kind of start gazing and doing better be like oh, yeah that kind of reminds me of this no, stay away from that or whatever that life experience will teach you how to yeah. identify like who's who's genuine mm-hmm. and who's not mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um and it's part of why even down to like friendships and you know things like that like you your circle gets smaller mm-hmm. the older you get because mm-hmm. you realize who is truly here because they have your best interests in mind mm-hmm. you know versus somebody who's just here for the ride right you know so <clears throat> and, and you know uh, and I and I guess I'm blessed to still have uh, the same circle I had uh, even even back in high school. You know, Nico and you and my buddy Jay South. And, you know, I do got two new partners, Nashun and TJ. And they're just good people. I like but TJ, you, though. You know, man, I, I like to hang out with people to where I don't have to worry about nothing and they don't have to worry about nothing. Um, hell, I, even with Vinko, we go out, man, he'll, he'll pay one time. I might pay the next. So we, we do yeah. the same thing. Like, I don't want to have to worry about none Splitting, of that stuff. Yeah. yeah, man, just because it's that brotherhood, that camaraderie, that friendship, man, we just take care of each other. And those are some of the things uh, you want, even in your relationship with your old lady. Like, I don't want to worry about certain things with Aubrey and I don't have to. She takes care of those things. Right. And then it would be the same for Karima. You you don't want to worry about certain certain things. You know you know she she t- handles that. She takes care of that. Yeah. And vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. Same for same for Jesse. Now that he's dating. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. We'll, Look at we'll, he got a big cheese on his. Face. We'll come back in a few months and uh, talk talk yeah. about that. See how how that's come along. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see how it is. Six months. Six, six months. months. Six months, Marco. Okay. We can do that. We can do that. Well, that being said, let's let's get out of here, man. Um, for those of you guys that are still catching the uh, the Spotify. what Spotify. Oh yeah, the playlist. Uh, so we do a weekly song. Um, you know what have you what have you been jamming lately? What's the song that you want to add to so our playlist? I have to do this. Um, what was the name of that song by Lewis? Louis Capaldi. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. He has to be on. The, he has to be on the playlist this week. <laughs> do you want to do uh, someone you love, or do you want to do? Uh, That's what I was playing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Someone you love. All right. Cool. We'll, we'll add it yeah. <laughs> to the playlist. Yeah. <clears throat> Great guy too. Uh, in honor of that, I'll add his other song too because it's a banger. Before you go, um, so we'll, we'll we'll keep Lewis on the playlist for this week because because he earned it. He did. By being he such did. a cool-ass dude. He, he was definitely a cool-ass <laughs> dude. Dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that that being said, uh, make sure you guys check out that playlist. It's on Spotify. Um, you can check, like, the link in our bio, uh, and the playlist is directly there, so you guys can actually subscribe to it. Check it out. Um, <clears throat> if you guys are still catching the dates on the East Coast with the No Bragging Rights Boys, uh, we do have the uh, resources cards for you guys to check out. Once again, uh, within 30 miles of every venue that they are playing, uh, we'll have mental health resources, food banks, postpartum uh, services, uh, mental health resources, things like that. Just so you guys know that you guys aren't alone in this, um, <clears throat> you know. 
And uh, make sure you guys check that out. Check out the boys. Uh, they had like a, a sick little uh, last minute show that came up because Blue Ridge uh, got rained out, basically stormed out. And they put together this sick show like last minute that had like a ton of bands on it that sold out, I think in like in less than a half hour or something. Mm. So that was cool. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, they'll, they'll uh, you know, check those dates out and um, they'll be back uh, in a couple weeks. So uh, once again, thank you, sir, for being here, coming to hang out. Appreciate you having me you as know? always. I look forward to this. So yeah, man. It's all good. It's so all good. that being said, we love you guys. We'll see you guys soon. Peace. Next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.